Performer Talks. I'm your host, Bethany Unwin. Before we get into this episode, I just want to take a moment to say thank you for listening. If you love our episodes, please do leave us a review on Spotify or iTunes so we can help more performers for free. And please do share this episode with anyone you think this may help or may enjoy this content. I appreciate you and I'm so, so grateful for your support. And we're back after what feels like absolutely forever. Spencer, how have you been? I'm good. It has been forever, but it's only just been a month. So I'm happy to see you. And I can't wait to hear all the things that are going on with you. Oh, thank you. And likewise. Yeah, I can't believe it's only been a month. I mean, February is a shorter month anyway, but it was like a whirlwind. (laughs) Yes. So lay it on me. What's been going on? February didn't go to plan. I'll be honest, February did not go the way I thought it was going to go. Um, as, I mean, we've spoken a little bit before this uh, this episode, but unfortunately, February, I had all these plans of like what was going to happen. And obviously, I finished my panto contract in January. So February was going to be going back out and auditioning, training loads um, and doing my side hustles because... Otherwise, you've got no income. And when you're out auditioning, you need the income to be able to go out and do things and cover responsibilities and stuff. So February was definitely going to be prioritizing training, auditioning for loads of stuff, getting my face out there um, and just doing my side hustles. And for the first two weeks, the side hustles had to be a focus because they had a major event coming up. But then at that major event, I had a phone call and it was one of those phone calls And unfortunately, I found out a family member had passed away, which is obviously quite consuming and had to, you know, take a breather, wipe the tears, go back in and pretend nothing, nothing had happened. Um, So that was quite a a draining day. And then that week, we'd already planned to go and see family because that event was coming to a close. I thought when that contract finishes, I'm going to go see all the family I need to and catch up and make for make up for lost time because with my contract over Christmas I didn't see them so we were kind of planning on doing the rounds anyway but obviously that took a whole week of like going and seeing family checking in on people and I really needed to prioritize that time with family because at the end of the day when things like this happen like I'm so grateful to love my job but when something like that happens it goes back to the basics and the essentials and for me, family will always come first. That's always how it will be. And I just really needed that time with them. So we did that. We had like the week. And then on the Friday, we moved house. And we've got so much stuff <laughs> um, that we've accumulated over the years. Like when I used to move from shared house, it used to take me like a day to move. And this was like a full on operation. Like it was so much stuff. And um, we run a business. and it's the worst. so stressful as an adult like yeah yes. it's, it's Why? I don't know <laughs> so much and so much stuff with the business and us and then you know all these extra bits that you need for being an actor and everything it was just a lot moved house unpacked the last box and then I got another one of those phone calls someone else had passed away so I had two family bereavements and a house move in one week 
And that knocked me for six a little bit, if I'm honest. Like, it really made me have to think about, like, right, priorities and just go into full on, I guess, um, just dealing with things one step at a time rather than thinking bigger picture. It was like I went down to, like, the the focus and, and putting all my energy into functioning and being there for the people who who needed it most um so it was a tough that week in February felt like a month on its own because there was so much that just happened in a short space of time and if you know me you know that patience is not my strong point and I had to really take a step back from work and because I love my job I I really wanted to get back into it but I was like Beth you need more time like you need to process this. You need to be with family. And I was keeping myself super busy with the house move and stuff that I didn't think about it. And I was like, no, you need time to stop. Just stop. Absolutely. You need to oh, yeah. take it on and process it. And I didn't even put this out on social media because I didn't feel like I owed anyone an explanation. But then also I was like, Beth, actually, like you're obsessing about this way too much. Like no one cares if you take a week off work. Like, get over yourself. Like, no one is going to be like, where is Beth on when? They don't care. They don't, <laughs> they don't care in the nicest way possible. They don't, they well, don't I need cared. to. I didn't care. I knew, I, I was like, oh, where is she? I missed her, but I understand. <laughs> um, but no, as in like, they're not that obsessed with what's going on in my life. They're, they're dealing with their own lives and that's absolutely normal. Um, but yeah, so I had to be patient with myself. And I felt like after pausing, I was way more creative. So it did help me in some ways. But I I ultimately just needed that time to be with family and process everything that kind of went on. And I'm all right talking about it now because it's been processed and I I took the time I needed to, to to stop. But I felt really guilty about stopping work, about not, not being there, not being present and consistent and disciplined. I felt like I was slapping. Everyone else, doesn't that sound crazy that she think that she felt like that? But honestly, everyone does feel like that. But it's okay to take a step back. Theater is or and acting is always going to be there. But if you have other things going on, really think about those things and because that that's like your mental health. That's like your well being. Like that's you as a human. Like you gotta take care of yourself. And I'm so proud that you did do that because I know you and you would have done like I'm just gonna just drill through all these weeks and it'll be fine. And then it would have been a whole new blow up. It would have been even worse. You know? So I'm proud of you. And I'm proud of you for telling you how telling us how you feel. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not easy to admit that and to admit that I you know didn't didn't feel good I felt like I was guilty and slacking off and not being disciplined but then I had to I watched the Stutz thing on Netflix which is Jonah Hill's um therapist talking about different things and it's an amazing watch so if you do get the opportunity to watch that do um and without giving too much away there was something that he said in that that was like you need to think about how you talk to yourself as your own shadow. And I always thought about things of like, oh, I'm so much nicer to other people than I am to myself. But when I actually imagined talking to my shadow, I was like, oh my God, do I really think that about myself? Like, how could I think that? I am the one person that's always going to be there 
And if I'm thinking that, like, what does that say about me? And it really putting it at arm's length like that gave me like, oh no, you need to be kind to yourself. Like you can't think like that. You've had a lot going on. And um, that really did help to process. But yeah, we got through it. It was a tough month. I felt like I had to put everything on pause, but it's what I needed to do. And I had to be very strict with myself at taking that time. But once I did, I definitely felt better for it. And the first couple of weeks in March, I've smashed all my targets and I'm like doing what I need to do to move forward. So really happy with that process. But I think it's important if you have those weeks, months, days, years, like I had in February, um, then just allow yourself that time and remember that you're human first before a performer, you know. And while we love our jobs, um, you can still love your job, but know when you need to prioritize other things and know that it's okay to do that so I just wanted to talk about that because if I'd have had this episode maybe to listen to I'd have been like oh yeah like it's okay like people have lives and things happen and life happens and things come up and it's okay and there'll be other creatives and performers out there that they're in the same boat so um it will be there to come back to you will you might lose a couple of things by not doing classes but you'll pick it back up and you get back into it so quickly um so don't pressure yourself to to go back too soon because like you said it would have blown up probably in a in a different way I did everything that I felt I needed to I had to be strict with myself but we're there now and uh February is done on to the next next but you know like learning to go through like grief and being vulnerable is how you use like you can use those tools for like acting like your next monologue or the next side that you're gonna have to audition for and it's with grief you know what that feeling's like and you can use utilize that stuff not to say like oh um we always like want to use sad things all the time or do like super method stuff but and if you're into method do it um but i definitely think it's important to to know like you are human and when you're acting you are a human being so that's good homework, you know, to take care of yourself and, and use that stuff for, for the better. And how was your February? Because you were in your show. How did, how did the show go? Tell us, tell us what happened. It it went really good. Um, I got to perform with three guys, um, which I haven't been in a show with just guys before. And I, Wow, like I gotta say, I like really miss the women, but it was fun being with the guys. Um, and I was playing a mother, which a young mom, and that just was bizarre in itself because I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting old. Um, to be playing a mother, uh, but it was a really good time. But the show actually got reviewed, and I, we didn't know that was happening. And the reviews were great for our show, but so since our show was like. A short period of time there were other shows in that one in the one show that we were doing and sadly the other shows and I've never seen them before um the other shows didn't get good reviews so you're kind of in the backstage of talking to your like the other cast members and they're like oh I didn't get a good review and you're like and some actors were really upset and they really took it to heart and so I think I our question, my question for you, Bethany, is like, if you got reviewed, would you read it? Because there are some people out there that believe I'm never going to read a review about the show I'm in or what I'm doing. I don't want to know. But then sometimes I feel like 
yes, you don't want to give that person too much power over your thought process. But I do think it's good to know and be aware of like what's going on. Yeah, that's a really good question because I've never been reviewed before. So this is something that I've like briefly thought about like, oh, that'd be, that'd be interesting because I don't know how I deal with it. But then I suppose... Yeah, because someone's really critiquing you and your work. But also yeah. it's like... I don't think, really, I don't think they were critiquing the actors. I think they were critiquing the show. So that's another a hard thing, too, because it's like, it's not really, there's only so much as a performer you can do. It's just, this is the, these are the words I was given. This is the plot I was given. There's only so much I can do, you know? So you have to take that um, as a grain of salt, with a grain of salt. Yeah. It's 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 a difficult one because I can understand why people wouldn't want to read it because art is so subjective and no one is under any obligation to like the work, the work you do and you know it's I'm getting very much to a point in auditions where I'm like right here I am here's what I do if you like it great if you don't that's okay I'll move on yeah, to the next thing I'm done I'm done putting myself in a mold right and I'm done like taking doing 20 takes of an audition like I'm doing the top five and I'm picking my best from that that shows off who I am and what I do and since then yes. I've started booking way more work because I'm like you know what this is me either you like it and you want to work with me or you don't and it's taken me a while to get to that place in a couple of years of constantly being like, oh my God, I'm going to like it. I don't know. And I still have those little moments. <laughs> Why did you like sound American when you did that? It's my inner monologue. My inner monologue is all American. Um, You're an American girl. <laughs> You're literally the American girl doll. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's that that inner, inner voice. Um, does come out still, but I'm very much in a place of like, right, you like it or you don't. Um, so I think that would be... My, I would like to hope that that would be my approach to it, especially since doing social media, I've become way more okay with like, that's okay if you want to do that. And also that thing of like, don't take on opinions from people who you wouldn't go to advice from. Um, exactly. If I'm not going to go to you for advice, I'm not going to necessarily worry about whether you think I'm good or not, <laughs> you know, because... Well, exactly, exactly. But that's also like when you're in a cast with someone and person like gives you a note and you're like oh okay thank you but um I'll wait till for the director like to say that or I don't know like because you see that happening and you're like oh my god I just gave that person that note like oh my god like wow yeah. okay yeah performers <laughs> should never be giving you to the notes in the company that it's like yeah. unless they're playing they're doing the directing while they're um in the in the cast that's you know something else to navigate exactly. but yeah no I'd like to think that I'd be like, okay, with whatever was written. I would look at it, because A, I'm nosy. Like, I am terrible. Like, I, if something's written, I want to know what it says. Um, so I would yeah. I would read it. And also, you know, if there's technical things I can work on, if they say, you know, I feel this actor could have played more with the audience or things like that, then that's something I can take forward. But again, if it's yeah. a reviewer that I'm not, going to go to advice from if they're not you know necessarily someone who I take on their opinion as something that I really respect and value 
not that I don't respect yeah. and value other people's thoughts, but you know, there's a place if you try and take on everyone's opinion and please everyone, you're going to end up pleasing no one. Don't try and please anyone else. Just just do what you feel is right. But obviously, if this technical yeah. bits, I want to know what to make what I can do to make me a better actor for the audiences, for the shows, for the people that I work with. Um, so that I would want to read. But at the same time, you you like you said, you've got to take it with a pinch of salt because. Otherwise, it can really mess with your head. Totally, because like, we had to do a show. Like the reviews came out that day, and then we had to do a show, or like maybe around like three o'clock, and then we had to get to the theater at seven. So I think that like really put a damper on how like, people were feeling, and like that stinks. And then, it, but then you know, people are like, "Well, your show did good." And we're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, <laughs> oh," <laughs> but, but you feel bad, and, like. And a lot of the, some of the actors were younger than me, so I, I didn't really know them that well, but I wanted to be like, you know, like, it doesn't matter what this person thinks. And next time, just like, let's find more, find more education if you feel like that you want to really focus on what they said and really just kind of figure it out. Like, people are going to say stuff no matter what, and it's either what you do with it. It's either it pushes you to do something else or you kind of say, okay, that's fine. That's fine what they think. But not everyone's going to like you. And um, and as actors, we have to understand that. And that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And art is... a people pleaser, so... Yeah, I'm a chronic people pleaser, as you know. And art is so subjective. Like, I was on a panel at the weekend and what one of us really liked, the other one was like, mm, actually, I prefer it done this way. And I was like, really? Like, I, I loved that, though. Um, and, yeah, so it's just it's just important to remember, especially when you're on the other side of it, when you're auditioning, that, like, you're not going to win them all. So don't try and please everyone because everyone has such different tastes. You just do you, and then it's our job to figure out the rest. So Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But all, I do have to say, when I was doing the show with the director, Lauren, um, she was so aware in the beginning of rehearsal process like okay we're just gonna go around the room like to everyone and we're just gonna talk about like things that we really don't like we need to be aware of so someone was like I really if I do something wrong let me know but like don't make it a joke um and like don't give me notes let's let and Lauren's like I really would like for no one else to give other people notes I'll give the notes blah 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 and you're like, okay, because that sounds like ground rules and like safety things. Like, I just think that's really important. And then I was working with this actor and Lauren's like, okay, so where on your body are you not comfortable him touching you? And I'm like, whoa, because she works with, um, I forget the word of that, but she she does a lot of like um, if there's like sex scenes going on, she wants to make sure all the actors are very comfortable and so like, like an hey, intimacy like, coordinator type role. Yeah, exactly. And I just had a I was on set um, doing um, a part of like background work, and we were doing a dance scene, and there was someone there and said, "If someone touches you inappropriately, please come talk to me." And we are going to be in a safe place. We are not going to touch people in the bikini area because like we're like dancing on top of each other and like sweating and it's really it's such a great way to like lay the ground rules like hey you're going to be in a safe spot don't worry feel comfortable but with the, with the play that I was doing 
we like I looked at Kalechi and I was like, hey, um, I'm comfortable here. I'm comfortable here. You can touch me on my legs, um, on my neck. You can touch me. And then after him, so you do it three times. So you tell them. Then you take his hand or their hand and you like touch the places where he can touch you. So he, so you kind of understand yourself, like this is safe, this is not safe. And then they say it back to you on what's not safe. Wow. And I'm like, whoa, this is so interesting. And I, I mean, being a girl in theater, stuff happens. There's some things that you're like, I really didn't like that. And I didn't say anything. And that was my, that you should have said something like whatever, but I've never felt so safe in in a rehearsal environment, in a theater environment. It was so great. So Lauren, thank you. (laughs) And times are changing and it's so good that more intimacy coordinators are around. It's so good that people are becoming more aware of how we conduct ourselves in this industry because it means, I mean, I'm not saying that everything's safe now and everything's, we're moving in the right direction. There's still a long way to go. Um, but being aware of who you can go and speak to and knowing if you're not comfortable, that's that's not okay. And you saying something is not you being difficult. It is you no. saying you're not comfortable and that is very different to dif- being difficult. So please speak up if you are uncomfortable. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Please, 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 please do that. And no, and they no one will judge you for it either. I know for a fact. Yeah. And if God forbid yes. they ever did judge judge you for that, that's not something you want to be a part of. Like. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Don't be a part of that. No. Find somewhere else. Because <laughs> yeah. I bet you it's even better. And the people are. And why would you want to be with someone that that doesn't care how you feel? Yeah. Like that's not that's not you're in a work environment. It's not that just like oh, you're an actor, No, I don't care what happens to me, it's fine. But, like, you are in a work environment. Is that going to happen at a, in, like, a business, at a bank, if you're working at a bank? No. They have HR. <laughs> yeah, and that's literally what HR are for. So please do do yeah. go and speak up and um, say if you're uncomfortable because it's not being difficult. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah just having a moment there where we're both like yeah I'm thinking back of all the time yeah fully processing fully processing our own advice because sometimes we I mean we we give ourselves advice sometimes and while we like to say we take it and most of the time we do there's sometimes you're human right you're always going to have these insecure thoughts and we always tell people to do things like trust the process and then we have those moments where we're like nothing's happening for us this is I feel stuck I'm in a rut I don't know what to do to get out is this right for me am I good enough you know there is imposter syndrome in all of us because we are human we are always going to have those thoughts and those voices um and I think you know while we like to say say these things it's so easy to say but believe you me we're still navigating by no means do we have this figured out we are still navigating ourselves but we're trying to share what we've learned so far and when we're in a good place we can go back and listen to this and be like oh yeah remember when we said we've got to not do that let's not analyze like that (laughs) absolutely I mean I was so in that space I was talking about the about I was like so in that space and then all of a sudden I like book something I'm like okay it's fine like but it's but also you have to understand 
booking something is not going to make everything better. Even though our goal is to book something and no matter what it is, like something small or something big, it's, it's not going to change um, other things if you're upset about certain things and it's not going to just completely change your life. So you have to understand that too. You have to have a good ground level. Yeah, absolutely. And you you said you were feeling quite like frustrated in a way as well at like the fact oh nothing God, was happening. Yeah. Yes, I was so angry. I was just mad. Like there are things like with um, with like limelight and the way uh, someone basically just said you should do something else. I don't think the company is going to work for you anymore. And this was at an interview. So someone was interviewing for the job, like to work for our, um, behind the, um, to do our, um, the development for the app. And someone goes, he just literally said, uh, you know, like I've been doing this for a really long time and it's, I think you have to move on. And I wasn't even on this call. I was listening from behind the door, which was really nosy, but I, I don't know how Jake even was like, okay, all right, thank you. Thank you so much for your time. And I appreciate you coming in and listening to whatever. And I cried like for a good like week. Cause I'm like, okay, I guess we're just going to give up. But like, you can't just let that one person just tell you, even though they're in like the web app technology field, you can't let someone say that to you. Then, then nothing, nothing would have gone done. People would just give up and then they would just hang, hang out at home. So I gave myself a week and then um, I was auditioning and I wasn't booking anything. And then I felt like, do I just like become a mom? Like, what do I do? Like, I don't, I don't think I'm good at anything else. And that was, that was a, that was a real fear. Like, I don't think I'm good at anything else. And I'm not even booking something that am I even good for? You know, like, I'm not, am I even good at acting? I don't know. But then um, I talked to Jake, my partner, and then literally an hour later, I booked something. So here we go. It's real. It's like the whole feeling of like, are you good enough? It's, It's always there. It's always there. So you have to like meditate and I've been on the Peloton meditating app and that's really helped <laughs> but yeah I'm free for my uh, health insurance so that's the only reason why I'm using it <laughs> yeah it's it's difficult because that voice unfortunately like never leaves and there'll always be a part of us that you know thinks about these things and when we're feeling it's getting tough sometimes life likes to push you right to the edge just to see whether oh. you're going to crack or not um <laughs> And throws some real curveballs at you. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but now, like, I'm, like, 100%, like, ready to, like, fully commit myself to, like, making limelight happen and limelight work for our industry. And I think that's what I needed. I think I really needed someone to be like, I don't think you're going to be able to do it. Yeah. You know? And you're like, all right, I'm going to prove you wrong, idiot. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and like sometimes there's like it's things but also sometimes that that kind of gives you the okay maybe they're right maybe this bit isn't working but I'll show you what is working 
and exactly. maybe this exactly. is the direction we go in it to help more people maybe they were onto something they weren't the whole thing like we're not just going to give up that's rubbish you can't just give up every time you feel like it's not going right um exactly. we've got a mission we've got a clear vision we've got a clear why we're doing this so now we just need to navigate how we're doing it to make to make that do right. a little pivot but that's literally the same thing as reviews like it, the yeah. person just says it to your face and you're like yeah. all right so am i gonna listen to what this person's gonna say or am i gonna not and then just kind of crumble i guess so so yeah that was my that was my little piece of February but then it's exactly the same with John Krasinski like he went to be an actor and he was literally like he rang his mum and he was like come pick me up I'm I'm not doing this anymore he'd been trying for three years and he hadn't gotten anywhere and he was like mum come pick me up I don't want to do it anymore she was like just you've done it for so long now just stick it out one more week and if it's still if you still feel the same in a week I'll come and get you literally a day later he booked the office and like his life changed forever and he got exactly everything he you just never know how far you are away do you know what I mean? And like when you're digging for gold, you never know when to stop because it gets frustrating at times and you think you're never going to do it, but you do not know how close you are. Yes, absolutely. That is so crazy. Like, could you imagine? But you know what? That does that stuff does happen. Like, yeah. I, I truly believe that. I've seen people on TikTok being like, I literally wanted to give up yesterday and then I booked something. And you're like, oh, okay. Or when, Or this has happened to me. When I had an agent and I was going on vacation, I would always get an audition while I was on vacation. You're like, are you kidding? Like, <laughs> come on. But that's why you have to stay prepared. But you're like, re- like the times when I was like really ready, like, okay, like, all right, send me an audition. I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to self-tape. I'm ready to go in. And then they just, they're like, all right, you're on vacation. Let me just send you something. And it's either all of that waiting, all that education, all that time is really paying off, or you're just kind of like, I'm just going to wait around and see what happens, but you got to like, use that downtime for, for better things, I think. Yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think everything does happen for a reason and life works for you and even though like it may not feel like it sometimes my god do I know when it doesn't feel like it but it really does do things for you like there's always even if I've seen it like six months later uh, or a year later there's always been a reason of like oh that's why that didn't happen for me because I wasn't ready for that or if I did that straight away I wouldn't have gotten that thing or if I'd have been in that, this never would have happened and I'd lost income for like a year. Or if this didn't happen, you know, and it's literally, there's always been a reason. I may not have been able to see it straight away and been like, oh, where is me? The world's against me. I was so right for it. Why didn't I get it? Why is this happening? And then it's taken me a while, but I've been like, oh my God, that is, that is why, you know? Um, I had a big moment of that like last year there was something that I really felt I was right for. I'd got down to the final two and didn't book it because I didn't look right with the rest of the people they cast. And I had been auditioning for that for three months. Um, And, you know, it had very much gone 
very well like the panel were like we literally can't ask any more of you you're doing everything we want you know they very much set me up as if I was you know I felt like I was going to get it and then unfortunately um you know when it came to rehearsals one of the actors was taken ill and unfortunately they passed away and they would have that show never went on but you just and obviously you never wished like that to happen to anyone and it must have been so incredibly hard but as one of my first professional jobs there's no way I'd have been able to a if I'd have got that job I'd have financially on a selfish note I wouldn't have been able to sustain it after that if I'd have gotten that job and then been released because this has happened I wouldn't have been able to afford my rent (laughs) like and you know you think about all these emotionally yeah I probably wouldn't have wanted to continue with this um you know and it would have broken my heart I'm sure because things like this break your heart when you don't when you aren't involved and then seeing everyone's work and everything you know and that person and family and witnessing it all I knew that the person I was last year would not have process that would not have been able to deal with it and it's taken me and you know the news only came out you know a couple of months after it happened but I was like oh my god that was why I was not I was not ready for that and life knew that I was not ready for that um and obviously you're very sorry for for what has happened um but that was why you were not involved in that is because you weren't ready to handle that and I genuinely believe that you know everything in life is tailored for what you can and can't do and you're only given what you can handle and you've got to trust the process even at times when you feel like why is this happening you really need to trust everything um you know and really believe that what is meant for you will come and that if that isn't meant for you right now that's okay something else is yeah that was a big lesson for me absolutely yes I'm literally, so I wrote like um, some actor affirmations and I found the list and let me just like read a couple because I feel like this is like the perfect time for like, everyone needs a little lovely affirmation. All right. Okay. There's like a couple. I recognize my unique, my uniqueness and value and I feel good about being me. That's good. Yeah. Okay. My talents are in demand and my unique gifts are appreciated. Yes. There is another one that I was like, oh, I really love this one. Um, oh, it's not too late. I'm not too old. My timing is perfect. Right? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> right? That stuff is like, all right, all right. I feel like everyone else needs to read this. Yeah, where is this um, list? Where is it? <laughs> it it's literally on I just wrote it looked up like actor affirmations and it's, it just came up like some of these just came up so maybe after every show we read a couple because <laughs> I feel like everyone needs them yeah I feel like I'm going to put them in the caption of this episode so send me that link because that is good right? I will I will we'll put them in each one. Oh, my fellow actors are also artists and creatives we are all on this journey together, which I also feel like if someone else is booking, that's not dimming your chances. 
you know? Right. Right? Yes. I can't... Yeah. Also, comparison, can I just say, I had a wake-up call the other week, so I'm very late to the game on this. I've only just started watching Emily in Paris, just finished the final season. Oh, my God, do I... I love it! I don't know why. I think it was because there was so much hype about it that I was like, I don't want to watch it because there's so much hype. But anyway, watched it, and I was, like, comparing... I can't be your friend anymore. I don't know how to feel about you. No, I loved it. I loved it. I just was really late to it. I loved it. I was just really late on that on that ship. Um, but I was like watching it and I was like, oh my God, this girl who's the lead, Emily Cooper, her actual name is Lily Collins. And I was like, oh my God, she's insane. She's like a similar age to me and she's the lead in this show. Do you know what? I looked up, I looked up who she was. I looked at everything she'd done. I'm like, wow, she's been in so much. Then I looked at who her father was. You didn't know who her dad was? No, I didn't know it was no. Phil Collins. <laughs> I mean, what a blooming icon. He's amazing. Oh, but truly. I, I'd i been sat there for like an hour comparing myself to Phil Collins' daughter. Like, Bethany, come on now. Oh, Our lives are different. That's really funny. I like that. But you know who else is in it? Ashley Park, who I adore. Oh my god, that girl she's is so good. Mean. She's insane. She's so good. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she she gives me like groundness in that show, and that, she's just amazing. That cast so, is phenomenal. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, the whole show. Did you watch all the seasons or no? Yeah, we're still we're waiting on the next season coming though, right? Like, there's another season yeah, yeah. coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I got it. God, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to binge watch that. <laughs> but it's going to be so good. Did you watch White Lotus? Have you watched no. White Lotus? No. No, I haven't. <gasps> but it's won so many awards. I really need to. Really need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do. You do. It's so good. And what's the one about the, the school as well? I can't think. That won so many awards. Education? Mm-mm. No, American show. Mm, the school. Yeah. Maybe. Pose? You what? That's like drag. Pose? That's like drag. That's really good, too. No. Oh, I can't think really of... People, like, I love sex education. Have you watched that? Oh, sex my God. Education? Yes, I've watched sex education. It's so... Funny! Oh my god! Well, Jake's dad wanted us to watch it with him, and thank God we did it. We had no idea what it was about, and like <laughs> first episode, like oh, I would have been mortified. <laughs> I would have, I would have just died right there and then if I watched that episode with it. But oh my goodness, what a fantastic show! But no, that wasn't the one I was thinking of. There's an American show. It's won loads of awards recently. Oh, oh um, Euphoria. No, it's not that. It's not even that. It literally won an award last week. Guys, I'm going to have to Google it because I can't... Yeah, you're driving me nuts. I'm driving myself nuts here. Uh, what am I going to tie? Who's in American TV show about high school? Gossip Girl? No, it's like I really recent one wait i know what uh sag awards 2023 let's watch the sag awards that's another thing i don't watch those things no i didn't and the oscars is this week 
and I'm going to have to... Are you going to watch? Aha! I've got it. Abbott Elementary. Okay, so, like, I'm from, like, Philadelphia area, so when they're, like, talking about the obsession with the Eagles, like, that's, like, totally real. Like, like they're not acting about that at all. <laughs> like, Abbott Elementary, I haven't watched that, but that won loads of awards. Like, that cleaned so up. So many. It's so good. But, you know, her story is, like, amazing. The girl who, um, now I have to look it up, um, what her name is. Quinita. She like moved to LA for 10 years, like wasn't booking anything, then like started making her own videos, then became friendly with like Warner Brothers, I think, like a studio, and then started making more videos on YouTube and she got like a comment. Like she's funny, obviously. And they kind of saw her and they were like, oh do you want to write a show? And she basically wrote the show about like her mom's like elementary, like being a teacher in elementary school. And that's how it happened. And now she's like huge. It just goes to show that like, if you're feeling frustrated and like it's not happening for you, no matter how talented an actor is, or creative they've all been through it like they have all okay some may have got it easier than others like that's just the way life is but let me tell you they have all been through it they have all had those moments where they're not booking I mean like Meryl Streep didn't book stuff like come on now has Meryl Streep (laughs) you know so remember that art is subjective it's not to do with you like it's not personal even though sometimes it can feel like it is um, yes, trust the process because some of the biggest names in the industry struggle for years and then they come oh, on and everyone's like what? where have you been and they've been there the whole time like, struggling well, you haven't given me a chance so right but like okay so I we do this thing on limelight about like gig and tell so it's like um differently regional theaters get brought up and people say I had a great experience working for this theater company or I didn't this is what happens. It kind of gives them a place for like, like glass door for performers. But this actually happened like in like 2010 and then they sold it to backstage and then they stopped it. But Tom Lackey is the person that started it. And I was talking to him, I was doing a little interview with him and he's been around tons of casting directors. And he, I said, what's like some advice? And he's like, honestly, don't take it personally because I've been in auditions and I'm waiting for the casting director to pick this girl because she killed the audition and they didn't they didn't want her because she didn't fit the show. They, that didn't it didn't fit their mind and it's not really the casting director could think you're really good, but it's really the person that's sending in the money. It's not like it's it's a business. It's the business. So you have to think about, like, does that other person have more followers than you? They're going to probably take that person because they'll have a better chance of getting the word out and whatever. But it's just a really interesting way that he said that, like, there, I literally saw a person and I was like, she has to be that character. She has to book. And they were like, no, we're not going to, we're going to bring her on for something else at a different point. But she doesn't know that. But we just 
right now that she doesn't fit that show. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, you, like when you're in an audition and you're like, oh my God, I did so good. Or like, I'm totally going to fuck it. And then they're like, nope. And that's okay. It's okay. And I have to be honest, I was on the panel on Sunday and I've been on the panel before and there were some exceptional auditions and we really wanted to give them the role because they had talent, they did a fantastic audition, but at the end of the day, we've only got a certain number amount of parts and I couldn't put them in any of the characters that we'd got. They were insane. They were one of the most talented people in that room. And yet, and while you, it's really hard being in casting. I really empathise when I'm on the panel because- I there's so many fantastic people and you want to give every single person who you see smash it, deserve a part. You want to give them that and you can't. And sometimes it just doesn't match with the rest of the jigsaw you're putting together. You know, if you've got someone that doesn't fit with everyone else, you know, what well, I lost the job on last year, you know, it's hard when you're an actor getting that, but it really is a jigsaw puzzle that you're trying to fit all the pieces together to make this picture. And sometimes it, it, it just doesn't fit, no matter how talented you are, it just doesn't quite with everyone else. So don't take it personally, because sometimes we're really frustrated that we can't give you the part as well. And I think that's important to remember. And since since being on the panel, that's given me loads of insight into actually like, don't stress about it. Stop trying to please everyone because, you know, we all had different opinions on the day of what should happen. And, you know, it's really hard. So just stop trying to please everyone because you can't. And <laughs> just do you, be you and enjoy it and enjoy the process. And then whatever happens, just know it's either meant for you or something bigger and better is waiting for you, and you just need to trust that process. Yeah, hundred percent agree. I concur. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this episode is a really uh, it's an emotional one. It is. It is. It's good. Mm. But I feel like it needs to be said. So that we have a reminder, if nothing else, um, and hopefully it's reassured some other people as well that, you know, this is okay. It's totally normal. We all go through it. And uh, you come out of it again because, you know, sometimes you have to be pushed to breaking point, but it, it will happen. Just keep going. Exactly. And if you need help, ask us. We're here for you. We're here for, as a support team. Like, you know that TikTok where they're like, um, I'm auditioning, and then it goes, like, to Cars, and it's like, yeah, Lightning McQueen. Like, <laughs> the, that's us. Where <laughs> you're like, yes, you got it. That's, me, that's what Bethany and I are. <laughs> we are. We are number one fans, and we're here to support yeah. every step of the way because it is a hard, hard industry. So we're hopefully going to help help you navigate it and you can learn from our mistakes and our lessons hopefully your journey will be a little bit easier uh than ours maybe i don't know we'll see but hopefully (laughs) spencer thank you so much for the chat i love our chats each month but this one has been whoo it's been a it's been a hitting one but i think we we needed to get that vulnerability because hopefully like I say, it will reassure some some people of you're not alone in this. So thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. 
Of course. I'm wishing everyone a good month for March. We're going to kill it. Um, but yeah, and don't forget to think about how, think about you as a person, think about how good you are, and don't let a no steer you in a different direction. Just keep going, keep going. Thank you everyone for listening at home. I've been your host, Bethany Unwin. And I'm Spencer Martinez. And we've loved talking to you. This has been Actors Unscripted, and we'll see you in April.